Hello everybody, it's Chris Clark with DiscGolf.Law. One of the most popular disc golf courses in the Atlanta area has shut down unexpectedly due to a legal claim. Many of you followed our coverage of the McSeese lawsuit last year in Florida, where a man who was hit by a flying disc on a disc golf course during a tournament sued the course owners over his injuries. That Florida course, formerly known as Grand Canyon, and now known as Olympus, shut down temporarily last year due to the lawsuit, which was ultimately thrown out of court because the plaintiff failed to respond to requests from the defendants in the court. Details about another player injury shutting down a popular course are coming to light. We've spoken to several people involved, and here's what we've learned. The Chambly United Methodist Church disc golf course outside Atlanta has posted a notice that reads, due to circumstances beyond our control, the disc golf course is closed indefinitely. The course was also a popular spot for field work and putting practice, both of which are no longer allowed as well. The course has been described as the best nine hole course in the Atlanta area and is the home course for Hayden Harper, who is the US girls under nine world distance champion and and the current reigning FJ10 US Women's Disc Golf Champion. In April of 2023, a man who was identified by several sources as Atlanta attorney Kevin Haviv fell and broke his ankle while playing the Chambly course by himself. Paramedics were called to the scene and Mr. Haviv was transported away in an ambulance. Mr. Haviv has communicated to the church or to the church's insurer. He intends to file a claim against the church's insurance policy. Now, this situation differs from the McSeese case in Florida in a few notable ways. First, as of the time of this recording, no lawsuit has been filed. There has only been a notice provided that an insurance claim will be filed. Filed. Second, this happened during a casual round and not during a PDGA sanctioned tournament like the Florida case. It also appears that Mr. Haviv is seeking recovery from the church's insurance policy, whereas there was at least speculation that the plaintiff in the Florida case was seeking to recover from the course's wealthy owners. Now, as I stated, this happened back in April of 2023. Why did the church wait until now to close? Close the course. We were told that near the end of 2023, the church went to renew its liability insurance policy and found out that its premium was going to increase significantly due to this pending claim. The new increased premium was more than the church could afford or more than it was willing to pay, and so it decided it must close the course. Advocates for the church and for this disc golf course are angry that this claim was filed at all and are especially frustrated that the claim is still sitting out there and has not been finalized. On the other hand, according to Mr. Haviv, a representative from the church told him the church has a liability insurance policy in place and that he should file a claim seeking recovery under the church's policy. 
Regarding the delay in getting this resolved, Mr. Haviv had surgery on his broken ankle and recently completed physical therapy for his injury. He is currently waiting to learn whether a second surgery will be required. In other words, his treatment for the injury is still underway and therefore the full extent of his damages are not yet known. So what is the legal theory that allows people who go play a disc golf course to recover damages from the course's owners for an injury. It involves an area of the law called premises liability. Like so many legal issues we discuss from time to time, premises liability laws vary from state to state. Generally speaking, property owners must make a reasonable effort to maintain a safe environment for visitors to their property. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about premises liability. It is often a very fact-specific area of the law. But we represent a lot of course owners and course designers, and we're frequently asked to advise them on how to avoid this type of claim. A property owner must regularly inspect the property to find dangerous conditions and either repair them or put up a warning so that visitors are not injured. Any owner that fails to meet this duty could be held liable for visitors' injuries that result from it. At the same time, a visitor has a duty to use reasonable care to keep himself or herself safe. To the extent the visitor fails to use reasonable care, their recovery under this premises liability theory could be reduced or even completely barred. In this case, we don't have objective evidence as to the state of the course as of the time Mr. Haviv was injured, and that likely is a relevant factor. Were there dangerous conditions on the course that caused or contributed to his injury? Was Mr. Haviv himself partially or fully responsible? Based on the information we have, it sounds like there were no witnesses present at the time that he was injured, so these questions may be difficult to answer. So what do you think? Should disc golfers who are injured while playing be able to recover damages from the course owner? Or should disc golfers be aware that playing disc golf sometimes can result in injury and assume that risk themselves when they head out on the course. Liability insurance exists for a reason and course owners buy liability insurance for a reason. Isn't the case at the Chambly course the exact scenario that insurance is designed to address? I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Please let us know and leave a review on your podcast platform of choice. It really helps us out. Thanks for listening. Disc Golf Lawcast is made by DiscGolf.Law, a firm serving clients in the disc golf industry. For more analysis on business and legal topics in disc golf, check out our YouTube channel. If you have a question, comment, or want to get in touch with us, visit our website or email us at info at DiscGolf.Law.